Welcome back to episode 15 of Anime Deep Dive, the podcast that does in-depth reviews of different anime series. Due to the extent in which plot points will be discussed, a spoiler warning will now be in effect. This is a spoiler review, so if you haven't seen a series and are only looking for a recommendation, there will be a timestamp in the episode description you can skip to called Final Thoughts. This section will be spoiler-free where I give my overall opinion on a series and whether or not I think it's worth your time to watch it. So now that that's out of the way, let's deep dive into Girly Air Force. Released early 2019 by Studio Satellite, it has 12 episodes, and I watched this series in sub, because from what I can tell there is no dub for this show. As to how I discovered this series, Girly Air Force was next up on the Crunchyroll random selection. So the plot for this series is the world is under attack by the Zai forces, which use highly advanced flying weaponry. While fleeing his home on an evacuation ship, a teenage boy named Kei Narutani sees another strange aircraft combat the Zai fighters. After driving the Zai away, this mysterious new fighter jet crashes into the ocean. Kay abandons ship to aid the hero piloting this side-destroying machine, only to lift the entrance of the cockpit to discover a beautiful girl named Grippin. Grippin kisses Kay before passing out unconscious. Kay, while later investigating the events of the day, is taken in by a military base offering him the opportunity he's been wanting. A chance to help destroy the Zai army. So before we get started, the first thing I wanted to say is I had never heard of Studio Satellite. I have not seen any of their other works, but I'll be damned if they didn't knock this series out of the park. The art style, animation, color highlighting of the anima and daughters were phenomenal. This series was a pleasure to look at. The ocean water and the sky backgrounds were fabulous, especially in the fight scenes that will be talked about later on. Kay is relocated to his grandparents' house after escaping the Zai forces. He began working part-time at the military base, helping Grippin be able to fly and function properly. Kay's presence causes a change in Grippin's brainwaves, enhancing her focus and allowing her to remain awake for extended periods of time. The scientists cannot determine what is defective within Grippin or why Kay seems to nullify the effects of these issues. Kay wants to join the Air Force to destroy the Zai. He's hated them since his mother's plane was gunned down by the Zai at an air show. Kay is a talented pilot himself, as we see later on in the series. His mother taught him how to fly at a young age, and flying is a connection he still has to her. Then we get to Mingwa. Right off the bat, I did not like her. It's your typical childhood friend who really is only there to show Kay has a life outside of the military base. She needs to mind her own damn business. If Kay wants to join the Air Force, her opinion on the issue doesn't matter. Whether Kay is your only friend in this new country, let him live his life. I thought it was funny when the military guard crew apprehended the two of them at the edge of the base and Kay is slammed to the ground, gagged and thrown in the back of the van, while Mingwa is left standing gently tied and very softly laid in the back by the two men handling her with care. Kay being snatched away by Grippin in the military during his picnic day had two enjoyable outcomes. The first, it pissed Mingwa off, and the second, it knocked off that ridiculous looking hat that Kay was sporting. Grippin is a sweetheart. She revs up a jet engine in the hangar just to have the director back off a K. Grippin flies a hot pink Swedish fighter JAS-39. She's a little forgetful as we see in her first meeting with K getting breakfast ready, and I really like how she holds her chopsticks in the most uncomfortable looking way. I love Grippin and K's partnership and watching them bond. She takes him to her secret getaway spot almost immediately. Grippin is adorable in her sundress and straw hat when her and K go out exploring the city. We see Grippin is ignored and avoided by most everyone at the base. It is revealed to Kay that it's because Grippin is a test tube baby made from scrap parts from previously destroyed Zai. Once Kay learns the truth, Grippin runs away from him in shame, believing Kay's hatred of the Zai will cause him to despise her too. 
Kay, after receiving Grippen's homemade gift and letter telling him the truth in her own words, of course he reassures Grippen that she may be part Zai, but that is not who she is, and he could never hate her. And I love when Grippen failed her flight test. Kay knew exactly where to find her in the abandoned hangar. Another great moment in the abandoned hangar is Grippen trying to feed Kay, and him coming to the realization he needs to find the maintenance worker who keeps telling Grippen how to seduce men. Something we discover about Grippen is she does not like to lose, and even when she's at the bottom, she never stops trying to outdo Eagle and Phantom in training. So getting to Eagle, she's our wild card, bit of a maverick. I love her optimistic bubbly personality, she's all about taking down Zai and enjoying her time doing it. She has a bit of a weird relationship with the director, calling him daddy, and we see Phantom easily manipulate her by just mentioning the director. And Eagle is a tank hitting those chin-ups in the gym like it's no one's business. Her identity and self-worth is centered on being the strongest, which leads to conflict with the other girls, especially Phantom. This usually puts Kay in the middle playing Peacemaker. My favorite role Eagle plays is leaning on Kay at the most inconvenient times, especially when Mingwa is around. Running into him at the mall or hugging him while he was on the phone with her, I just enjoyed Mingwa being pissed off. As for Phantom, I didn't like her when she first arrived. She's arrogant and a cheat. Grippin, for a scatterbrain as she may be at times, called Phantom out on her dirty tactics right away. Grippin figured out exactly what Phantom was doing in the mock battle. When the team is going to destroy the forward operating base, Phantom gives her speech about Japan only being 1.6% of the population, so if the mission fails but she keeps herself alive in the process, she's content with that result. We learn she was subject to intense training spanning over 100 years worth of experience, which numbed her to the world and dealing mostly in statistics. Then Phantom tries to break up the dream team. To be honest, I thought Grippen and Kay would lose the challenge and he would have to fly with Phantom during a mission. The battle would go bad and Grippen would end up saving both of them, showing how much she cares for Kay. Then Phantom making the excuse like Kay is slowing her down and that's why she needed help. And that would be her excuse for giving him back to Grippen when she really sees just how much they need each other. Instead, Kay using double tricks hits Phantom with a look at my left hand while I pull out my real move with my right. He used one cheat to hide another, which was his true secret weapon of beating Phantom, to not only remain with Grippen, but to build a little respect between the girls to help with future teamwork on missions. And Phantom's a freak. Kay, you have extra large, medium, and petite to choose from. I won't force you, but I think I can show you some things you'll never see with her. Like, hot damn, girl! And I appreciate the sentiment behind Phantom not wanting Kay and Grippen to go on the Shanghai mission. But not the means. Pushing him in front of a truck like, lady, you're lucky he didn't murder you after you did that. Then we get to Viper Zero, who loves to dress in extravagant clothing. Due to her core being unstable, she doesn't speak and her appearance is dependent on the person looking upon her. People see her as the one they think about the most. Unfortunately for us, the viewer, when Kay looks at her, we're stuck seeing Mingwa. And I love how Viper Zero goes on with her day, letting Kay vent and follow her around. Then she sits him down and fills him in on how to fix his relationship with Mingwa. For an artificial human who can't talk, she is very insightful. And Viper Zero is a monster. What a way she's only designated to protect the base and isn't used in other missions unless it's a dire situation. The jealousy she garners from Grippen alone due to her capacity to fly with such firepower is funny as hell. And then we get to Rhino who is the first and only anima developed by the American government. She is excited to meet Kay and Grippen as she has no other anima to relate to. And we know Eagle's down for a good time, but Rhino actually using some peer pressure on Phantom to get her to ease up and crack a bottle at the party was great. It was nice to see that unlike the Japanese soldiers who were horrible to Grippen, these guys embrace and welcome the girls. Rhino being taken control of by the Zai was sad. She wasn't my favorite character by any stretch, but she was cool. 
I definitely didn't want to see her die. As for the entire airport false reality bit, at first I was like, well, this is kind of out of nowhere, then I realized the world never really set parameters on what the Zai could do. And since their origin is unknown, who's to say they wouldn't have the ability to make an expanding crystal dream world? And then we get to the fight scenes. I mean, this show throws us right into chaos in the opening scene. Boats are sinking, the normal air force cannot compete with the Zai in the slightest. We see them easily destroyed. The Zai engineering allows their crafts to be nimble and versatile as hell. The different weapons were really cool. The opening sequence shows just how superior these modified jets are to the regular military force. The visuals in these fights are immaculate. The camera work surrounding a missile in pursuit of its target was amazing. The long pulled back shots showing the fighters maneuver around one another. The targeting system being in first person views when locking onto an enemy. I mean every shot in every battle was just stunning. I could watch missiles fly around the sky all day in this series. When Grippen and Kay first fly together to help out Eagle and the rest of the forces, we see Kay in a piloting suit and helmet and he looked cool as hell. Once Grippen gets into the groove, Kay is being spun around and he looks like he's on a roller coaster. Eagle had a sick moment in this fight where she almost drifts in the air behind his eye and then destroys it. She flies through the smoke cloud and has like a video game end screen. It's almost like a close up shot, something that you would see at the end of a Super Smash Brothers match. And to finish off the battle, Grippen and Kay do a full rotation, pelting the Zai flying hangar with machine gun fire, and then finishing it off with missiles. That was just awesome. During the battle to destroy the forward operating base, we see different strategies and weapons used from the Zai. Using the sun to create blind spots, and the really cool cluster bomb that had like crystal shards act like shrapnel. We also see the anima don't have infinite ammo capacity. There is a count to the missiles and machine gun bullets that they have. Phantom was trash for going off course in this mission. Even if Grippen and Eagle weren't perfect in their execution, in my opinion, Phantom is to blame for this mission failure. The second attempt to destroy the base, Eagle is pulled away from the primary objective to help a neighboring fleet that's under attack. With this being Kay's first time flying in a real combat situation, the pressure is increased with Eagle not being there to support him. Having Kay pilot shows just how much more efficient Grippen is when she's not being overwhelmed by flying, using weapon systems and monitoring the radar all at once. She is crazy efficient, even taking down Zai from behind them. Viper Zero's first introduction into combat comes as well. She wreaks havoc on the base and then disappears as quickly as she came. And I enjoy how she uses text to communicate with the other girls. And the battle ends with Phantom taking control of all the artillery and directs it on the base to finish it off. That was awesome. It wasn't even a question the brawlers would fail. Unman anything always gets taken over or don't work correctly in a story. Iron Man 2 comes to mind. I will say they did better than I expected, we see them take down a good number of Zai. We're also introduced to the Parasite Zai, which were cool, I enjoy every battle we see something new from the Zai. It keeps the combat from getting boring or repetitive. Of course Eagle was the first to break off charging in, luckily Phantom warned her in time and she let out flares so she could get out of harm's way. So with Rhino and Grippen's final battle, when they come in and physically clash, that was sick and Grippen flying down skimming the water to Rhino's flipping around attempt to dodge the last missile. It was a short fight, but each shot was fantastic. Then Eagle comes in and saves their asses from the Zai forces. The whole squad, including Viper Zero, just obliterate the Zai trailing them. It was a great end. And just a quick highlight I wanted to mention, the ending scenes switch the art style and it's really unique. We also get a beach episode, making this an official anime. So now we're going to get into some nitpicks. Anyone who follows the reviews can pretty much say it with me at this point. I hate unrealistic coincidence in storytelling. 
Kay just happens to be exiting a store when a highly classified military plane just happens to drive past them at that exact moment. This expensive piece of hardware has no security surrounding it and it's not even remotely covered up by the tarp. Give me a break. The next would be Grippen's not feeling well, we should let her rest. But then it's like, hey Grippen, it's morning, wake up. Ten seconds later, oh you should get some rest. What was the point in disturbing her sleep, Kay? And the last nitpick is... Rhino having one bullet just graze Kay's face, leaving a little more than a scratch is unrealistic enough, but having a second shot just graze his leg is just horseshit. You would have shot him in the leg, you wouldn't have just scratched him. As for quote of the series, it goes to Grippen, complaining is a luxury. When she speaks on how not everyone can fight the Zai, so because she is blessed with that potential, she'll never give up, I thought that was really cool. And now we get to best girl waifu and harem. Best girl is gripping hands down. I love her personality, her partnership with Kay, her speech to him about being his wings. Unfortunately, I can't give her waifu status because she looks and sometimes acts like a child, and no one from the series would be added in my harem. Alright, now we get to final thoughts. Trying to suggest this anime is difficult because it can be judged off its name, but don't let that fool you. It's a fun series with superb aerial combat and animation. I was really into jets as a kid, I used to have a sketchbook I'd draw them in, and as I got older I became interested in other things. Watching this series reminded me why I thought they were so cool growing up. I'd recommend you give Girly Air Force a try, I doubt you'd be disappointed. Alright, that's going to be it for this week, hope to catch you in the next one. Bye.